What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here for the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than Mithril. How are you doing, Scott? Good. Not uh, not opposed to getting some Mithril, but... <laughs> no, no, it never is, but yeah. we all got our little chunk of Mithril stimulus. That's true. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> so I understand you paid off some debts. I did. I use that to pay off debts, which is nice because I hate owing people things, especially when it's money. Yes. So <laughs> that's nice. Here we are. Oh, we're. Uh, I was get. I was looking forward to spending it on some fun things to do. Uh-huh. Or, uh Well, we're doing a remodel, so some of it's gonna go to that. But then I was like, oh, but we'll do. We'll have all these fun things we're gonna do. And Lydia was like, let's save up for a boat. And I'm like. Uh, that won't even cover half a boat. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, dang it. I remember when I was a kid, my dad paid $14,000 for a brand new boat. Wow. They've gone up by a factor of 10. Yeah. That makes no sense. 20 years, it's con- it times by 10. Yeah. Houses are still roughly the same price as when I was a kid, maybe about 50% more. So yeah. even by that logic, I should be able to get a brand new boat for like twenty five grand. You should. <laughs> Not the nope. case. <laughs> nope. We're gonna be saving for years to do that, and we're already trying to save for Disneyland and all these other things. Uh-huh. And it's like this, all the things. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with the boat thing. Ugh. Maybe. But we'll a boat is lucky. a great. Investment. You want to buy a new one or? No. <laughs> a new one's one hundred and fifty grand. I can't. A used one is twenty grand. That's, that's true. and that's still more than twice what we got. You should so. see how much Cal. I think Cal thought about selling his. You should see how much he'd sell his one. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy his. Yeah, I'd nice. totally buy his. Yeah, that would that would work. Yeah. Thought about going in on on one with somebody, which would be a good idea. Or a lot of people do boat timeshares now. Yes. which I'm like, that could be good, but I want to just be able to go. You know, yeah, there's something about just being able to go. I would definitely do that. Going in on it with somebody. Yeah. Like, then you just, like one or two other people. Yeah, you just and talk to them. Hey, I'm going to take it. Like, hey, right. you guys doing this weekend? No. My dad, when he went in half seas with his brother, uh-huh. they would uh, they would have turns, right? Right. But he couldn't store it at his house. So my dad started at our house. So we took it out every weekend. Oh, yeah. Because it was at our house. We're going right. to use it. Exactly. Uh, it was my Uncle Will. Uh-huh. He only used it like <laughs> like twice a year. Oh. They'd go to Bear Lake for like a week. That's it. And that's it. So we missed out on two weekends a year. Oh, man. <laughs> and it was great. That's nice. And so what's really funny is my dad somehow was able to, uh, I don't know if he convinced my mom or just bought it without her knowing. <laughs> Probably the latter. Yeah. But <laughs> since since we didn't have the boat for those two weekends a year, he had to buy jet skis to make up for it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so we had jet skis. Honestly, if I were to buy jet skis, I'd buy the same jet ski. It was an yeah. amazing machine. It's a Kawasaki 1100 ZXI. Those were fantastic. Nice. They could pull a skier. They could pull knee boarders. They could pull tubers. They could, And they were just little two-mans. Huh. They were awesome. They were two-stroke, which I think is why they're you can't use them anymore. Right. Everything has to be four. Ugh. Why can't they just grandfather in older stuff? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. 
everything else they grandfather in. They grandfather in houses. They grandfather in, you know, utilities. All this stuff. But when it comes to watercraft, no, no, they grandfather in vehicles, like cars. Yeah. If your car was made in an era that they didn't have seatbelts, you don't have to put seatbelts in it. Because it's, you know, it's a classic. It's, yep. It's an old car, but not with boats. <sighs> frustrating. No fair. But you know what's not frustrating? What? Gore Koresh. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't going to go there, but then it just popped into my head. <laughs> oh, that was definitely not in my top ten. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's not frustrating is watching the Minds of Moria. It's not frustrating for us, but probably very frustrating for uh, Mr. Gandalf here. Yes. Okay, so uh, last time we left off, uh, it's been a few weeks, it's been a month, over a month, since we talked about Lord of the Rings. Mm, yes. So to rewind just a little bit, we get to the walls of Moria and we see the dwarf doors. I thought the Isildi was really cool. It mirrors only starlight and moonlight. Yeah. Did you make any connections with that at all? No. Uh, I I really did, because the dwarves hide in the mountains away from the sun. So mm. the only time that the light, the, the uh, Isildi is visible is when it's dark outside, too. Hmm. It's like, ah, that's, that's cool. That's kind of clever, right? Yeah. Um, definitely not something that they would use inside the mountain, but outside is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I really found interesting is the, uh, the riddle on the gates. Yeah. What's the answer to it? Scott, what's the answer to the riddle? Friend. Yeah. In what language? Elvish. Not, wait, what? In what? What? Not dwarvish? No, not dwarvish. In elvish. Elvish. The elvish word for friend. Yep. Oh, well, that's interesting. You're a friend, you know the password. <laughs> you know the password. It's like he jumped on it so fast. It's like, well, that's obviously not going to be what it is. <laughs> and then uh, Pippin, try bashing your head against it. See if that works. <laughs> I freaking love like, it. Gandalf hates Pippin. Knock your head against them. And if they don't break into pieces from that, then at least I'll be, it'll be a, get a little bit of quiet for a while. <laughs> Uh, yes. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> He's so frustrated. Pippin's like a little kid, just like, what? are we there yet? I'm hungry. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> are, we hungry? are we lost? I guess that's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming up later, yeah. and my DVD player was on the fritz. I kept skipping stuff, oh, so I'm going to miss things. I, I missed that, actually. And I will. Do my best to help you because Thank you. Uh, my digital copy didn't skip. No, it didn't. <laughs> oh, it's killing me. Dude, we're going to talk about some extended edition stuff that must have blown your freaking mind. Right? Yes. <laughs> um, so they finally get in Frodo because... Frodo figures it out. Yeah, of course he does. He's Bilbo's... Which... Bilbo's nephew, raised by him. I was a little further in in the book, mm-hmm. and I need to correct. Frodo did know some Elvish... Not much. Very yeah. little amount. Yeah, but he okay. did know some Elvish. That makes sense. Yeah. It, it does. It does make sense. He was yeah, able to would. carry out a conversation with the elves that they actually run into. Yes. So. Yep. 
He's conversational. Yeah, conversational, conversational Elvis, <laughs> which is pretty impressive. That's not bad. Uh, conversational will get you a lot farther than knowing how to tell somebody that the train left the station. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so okay, awesome. So he does know some El- Elvish. Yes. Uh, he doesn't know the word for friend, which is interesting. Like that isn't that one of the first things you learn? Yeah. Like I think of Hogan's Heroes when they're teaching Russian to the people in the cab. You say yes is da, no is nyet. And then the next word they learned is friend, because in a war zone, you need to declare whether you're a friend or not. I guess the hobbits aren't really at war with anybody, so no. eh, maybe. Eh. But uh, I do it's know the good to know. Russian word for friend is tavarich. There you go. Tavarich. Da, nyet, tavarich. Tavarich. <laughs> That's the three words. I also know krestitia uh, and krestenia. Uh, one of them means baptism, and the other one means... To cross yourself like uh, like the Catholics do. Ah. Um, so when we were talking to, we, I was teaching some Russian kids when I was on my mission, and uh, they the little girl was excited to get baptized, and she kept crossing herself because <laughs> the words are so similar to each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. No, we don't have to do that in our nope. church. That's not a thing we do. <laughs> nope. It was pretty funny. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so he knows he does know everything, but not the word for friend. Obviously, Gandalf knows it because yes. he speaks, uh, speaks semi-fluent Elvish, as far as to my ears. Yes. He probably has a horrible accent when you speak when you talk probably. to an actual Elvish person. But <laughs> so they enter the mine, and Gimli's bragging about it. It's like this is so salted mean. pork, malt beer, red meat off the bone. Um, that was my dad's favorite phrase from Gimli. Uh, from this, well, my dad's favorite phrase from this section of the movie. <laughs> That's his favorite quote from Gimli from this scene. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we all have favorite scenes. I like this phrase. Red meat off the bone. And, and they have the nerve to call it a mine. A mine. It's not a mine. It's a tomb. So we see a bunch of arrows in uh, in there, and uh, Legolas recognizes them as goblin. Yes. Uh, from their arrows, which makes sense. You know, he's a, he's an arrow guy. He would know arrows. Probably, probably yeah. Pretty familiar. And I know that the uh, woodland elves had a lot of dealings with orcs, and uh, since they were in the mountains, generally next to forests, later on they run into the Lorien elves. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Gimli does a no. Gimli says a no. He does. No! And uh, you believe it. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, they have problems in this in the show apparently with getting people to emote correctly when it's something devastating. Mm. Um, it cost one person later on his toe. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but in this case, Gimli did a great job. He did not have to break anything in order to get the reaction that the directors wanted. <laughs> not at this point. Uh, and to this point, I would say that he probably has a better no than Vader. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh, so that's just my own opinion. <laughs> uh, but then the tentacle monster comes up. What did you think of the tentacle monster? It was terrifying. Yeah, that was insane. I, I love how the one tentacle has Frodo. 
and then they slice, you know, Sam slices it. And, and just... it retreats, and then all <laughs> like six or seven of them pop out at the same time. It's like, holy crap. Knock them all back and grab for Like he's picked what he wants to eat. Yeah. And he's like, no, I want that. He's probably attracted by the darkness of the ring. Probably. Because later on we'll find another character drawn by the darkness. And he... So Frodo's up in the air with this thing, and this thing's trying to eat him. Yeah. Okay, sure. Okay. Oh, look, something dark. I'll put it in my mouth. Terrifying it's like, it's an mouth. It's an so infant scary. tentacle thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's probably I'm just sad. a little baby. It's probably just a little baby. A yeah. bigger one? That's terrifying. <laughs> it wants to baby. put everything in its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, its mouth still gives me nightmares. It's so scary. It was pretty scary, but I... I, I know how I can avoid it. I just stay out of the water. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Except you went like boating my every house. weekend. <laughs> this is this is a very good point. But there were there were no tentacle monsters in. That's the why lake. I don't night swim. That's that. Yeah. There you go. Can't trust it. Night swimming. No night swimming does because terrify me. When did that thing come out? At night. Night. Yep. Yep. Nope. Dark water. Dark water does scare I, me. Yeah, I'm not. A, yeah. Uh, even like putting on goggles. Like if I'm out in the lake, like on a boat or something. If uh-huh. I put on goggles. And get in the lake with life jacket on and look down under the water scares the heck out of me. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, like looking down it. into the abyss of nothing underneath you. It's yeah. like, hmm, I don't like that. There's a few actually <laughs> spots at Lake Powell. I know there's one that it's like super just deep. Yeah. We were told we yeah. have to have a life jacket to sit. Because even if you cramp up, you go, you're gone. Yeah. It's like, that's terrifying. Yeah, we'll never find you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also, it's also scary plants. Underwater plants scary. <sighs> like, it's just, uh, especially if they're just out of reach of you. Like, uh-huh. so you're in a place where you can float and you can swim and you're looking down underneath the water and your feet are just above the, uh, the kelp or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. Especially no, no. when it's like, a, you know, it looks like a forest. You're like, there are definitely yeah. things hiding there in there. There are living things inside that. For sure. And they could nibble on me. Yep. I mean, they're not deadly. There are no fish big enough to actually do any harm to you in Lake Powell, but it still terrifies me. Still very terrifying, yeah. I agree. And underwater topography just in general. Yeah. (laughs) I would not have discovered the Titanic. Nope, nope. It would be lost (laughs) to me. Yeah. Until I could get a robot to do it, because I'm like, (laughs) nope. People are like, oh yeah, I free dive. And they go super low. I'm like, nah. All right, so I have a quiz for you. Okay. Who saves Frodo from Who the tentacle monster? Saves Frodo. I'll, I will give you one hint. Technically, it's two different people. Two yeah, different members of the fellowship. There are two. Because, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I, there's something in my head. Okay. Um, there. Uh, about a shot that Legolas makes. Legolas makes that an amazing shot. Very impressive. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure he he hits. Does he hit the tentacle that's holding Frodo? He does. Okay. While it's around Frodo, and it doesn't penetrate to Frodo. Yes. Legolas is amazing, and then yeah. he also shoots it in the eye, I believe. Yes. Shoots which, past Frodo and all the tentacles into that's the face hurt. of the monster. Yeah. That's just me. Legolas has a thing with faces. Yeah, he if does. You watch but if this, you've got good enough aim that you can hit someone in the face, because you know for it. sure, <laughs> which we'll get to it, that arrow, that yeah. had to have gone through that goblin's eye. There's no uh, way. Yeah. It had to. Oh, yeah. It's like his aim is just... 
impeccable. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, he just gets it. So he does that count as of one of old. them? Because no. that does that tech. Well, I no. guess it catches the him again, monster. Doesn't, it? doesn't let go when Legolas hits it with the tentacle. He just hits it, and, and when he shoots impressive. into its face, uh, the monster is upset but never lets go of Frodo. So I'm not counting Legolas, even though Legolas was fighting. I know Boromir and Aragorn are fighting it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. There are two people that are specifically responsible for saving Frodo. And it's not Aragorn or Boromir? It is. It's It's both of them. Okay, I thought so. I'm like... Aragorn chops the tentacle that is holding Frodo. And Boromir catches him. Boromir catches him, Uh which is really cool. It's a detail that I've never paid attention to. Huh. That Boromir actually catches Frodo and saves him from the tentacle monster. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, right? It, It kind of reinforces that idea that Boromir's a good dude. He is. It's just when the ring becomes involved, it just twists him so bad. It does. Quickly. We'll, obviously, later we'll we'll see that in, in the in future episodes. Yeah. Um. So the monster actually crawls out of there once they get Frodo away. Yeah, he's uh, upset now. Oh, he's real mad. As a matter of fact, he destroys the gates of Moria. Yep. Rips them off the hinges and collapses. Does av- that kill him? Avalanche. Or does he just pull no. it down? No. No, I think he pulled it down and. I, I 100% believe that the monster is like a fine if you're not going to come out you're yeah or it may have been accidental he grabbed yeah. the doors and pulled went to pull itself out and just a little too tubby yeah yeah he, he had eaten a few too many hobbits earlier yeah I gotta say I did worry about Bill yes I'm like that's kind of scary but Bill did was Bill like survived. a beforehand yeah but you know, I mean, what if he's like, fine, I'm just going to chase after this thing. Yeah. No, Bill actually makes it all the way home, Which from my good. understanding. Yeah, uh, I think in the book it actually mentions that when Sam gets back to the Shire, Bill is there. Huh. Bill the Pony walked all the way back to the Shire. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. He knows the way. Anyway, yeah, so now Mines they are, are no place stuck for a pony. in Moria. Even one as brave as Bill. Yeah, can you imagine if they brought Bill? <sighs> Horses don't do well with heights. No, so those stairs would have. The stairs would have been terrible. The, uh, <laughs> the, even just going in when Gandalf talks about the Mithril. Yeah. Like that little ledge, and that abyss. Yeah, oh no, that would have worked. Um, so Gandalf, what once the monster has the cave in, uh, Gandalf. They talk about, well, we have no other choice, but we have to be careful. There are older and fouler things than orcs in the deep places of the world. And says that it's a four-day journey to the other side. Can you imagine being in the darkness? No sun for four days. days. No. That'd be crazy. I can't. Um, I watched a, a show called Dude, You're Screwed. And it was about these four friends that they would kidnap each other at random times and drop you in the middle of nowhere with nothing. Oh, yeah, it was really funny. Huh. Like they're all survivalists. Right. And so they'd go out in a helicopter and drop people in the middle of nowhere. It was oh. really fun. And one of the ones they did, they, they dropped the guy in an area. And they started to do it to other people, too. People would uh, audition and want to become part of their little tight-knit group and stuff. Uh-huh. And they'd win money if they did it. Uh, they got one guy and put him up in uh, up in the north like far north of north america uh-huh. where the sun never sets 
And the dude would only... So the dude had no recollect, no way to tell time. Oh. And so he would go to sleep and he'd wake up three hours later and think that he'd slept a full night's sleep. But he's exhausted because he's only slept for three hours. Uh, and he ended up having to be rescued yeah. because he got on the river and started following the river, but the river went to a waterfall. Oh, no. And there were like six or seven places he could have gotten off, and he actually could have seen a road from where he was. And if you get to a road, you basically are saved because someone will find you. Right. So he he missed every single one of the places to get off. And there, so they had the last place he could get off and then the emergency pickup. And so they were watching it and like, oh, oh my gosh, guys, I think he missed it because he like kept dozing off because he didn't get enough sleep. Uh, and he slept past the last one. They're like, oh, we got to go get him. Oh, no. <laughs> so they went out. They did catch him in plenty of time. But <laughs> they're like, dude, yeah, you totally missed it. He's like, ah, dang it. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, like you've <laughs> actually been here for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So four days in the dark would have been insane. For, yeah, uh, they don't have for watches people without either. watches, without yeah. any kind of way to tell time. So you just walk, and I don't, know, I don't know how you keep track of it. I guess Gandalf has been there before, so he kind of knows the milestones they should hit before they sleep for the night. Yeah, that's true. Um, at least he remembers most of it. Yeah. As <laughs> we're about to find out. Um, then we get the extended edition scene with the Mithril mine. Yes. So did this blow your mind when you saw that? Oh, so cool. So great. Ah. Risk a little more light. Uh, nope, that's in the Zlatan Oh. He does increase the light, though, so they can look down into that yeah. pit. Yeah. Um, but he says the the wealth of the dwarves was not in gold or jewels, but in mithril. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. He shows the vein in the in the mountain yeah. and then shines down. You see how far they dug for that. Oh, yeah. What do they do with all that material? Like, this whole mountain is hollow. Like, what? Where's all the rock that came out of it? <laughs> Probably got exported. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe that people put it Went in their gardens. Went to the lonely mountain. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Dane needed it. Yeah, what for? Oh, you know, just in case another dragon comes. Alright, that sounds good. <laughs> he is the king. Uh, but we do learn the value of the Mithril shirt. Yes. It's <laughs> worth more than the Shire. Yeah, more than the Valley of the Shire. It's worth as greater than the Valley of the Shire. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, pretty much like a whole area of the map. Yeah, it's like a city, a township, with farmland, stuff. That shirt. Wow. <laughs> and Frodo's like, yeah. oh, crap. He's like, I'm wearing that shirt. <laughs> but it's amazing how valuable it is. Yeah. And then how indestructible it is. That is really nice. It. It's like, wow. Well, I guess that explains why not everybody's wearing one. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little <clears throat> pricey. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's cool to hear Gimli says, oh, that was a kingly gift. Yeah. Pretty cool. And then we get to uh, we get to forgetful Gandalf. I have no memory of this. Place. I have no memory. Of this place. <laughs> oh, Mitty, are we lost? I don't know. Shh, <laughs> Mitty, what? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pippin, such a little dingbat. He is. Oh, we're not gonna like you much by the end of this. That's for sure. 
He certainly causes a lot of Ugh. things that could have been avoided. Yeah, he really does. So it takes a little while for Gandalf to figure things out. But in this time, he also talks to Frodo, has a really good one-on-one with him. Which is, happens before they leave the Shire in the book. Really? Yeah, their whole this conversation discussion? happens while they're mm. in the Shire. And he's talking What about Frodo. Gollum? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. They have the conversation about Gollum yep. following him? Not following him, because they don't talk about that point. But he talks about Gollum. Okay, and who he was before, mm-hmm. that he was Smeagol before. And that he loves and hates the ring as he loves and hates himself. Um, here, here's a problem I have. How'd Gollum go and get in? Well, he knows secret ways. Oh. He can climb into well, any that's mountain. That's easy. <laughs> that's an easy one. I was all freaking out. I'm like, well, you didn't come in the way they did. So nope. either he went through Moria twice or... Oh, oh right, yeah, secret passages and stuff. Uh-huh. He lived in the mountains. That yeah, he, he knows his way around mountains. Dang it. That's an easy answer. Okay, well, good job, Scott. <laughs> well, that'll cut ten minutes out of our podcast there talking you about that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, he's been following them for three days. So, I, well, either, How long have they been in the mines uh, at this point? We don't know. They don't give us any kind of uh, day two, day three, day four. They don't do any of that. No. Um, but I would anticipate we're probably in the early stages in the first couple of days. So Probably. I would think that Gollum had latched onto them after they left Rivendell yeah. at some point. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But point but is, he's been following them. The ring drew him there. Gandalf specifically says, which means mm-hmm. that Gollum is more in tune with the ring than the wraiths. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense because he owned it for 500 years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. He's got an attunement to it. Yeah. So that's why we now get the uh, possible explanation in our minds from Kandov whether he was set loose or that he escaped. He escaped. Or escaped. set loose. Or set loose. Um, then he talks about who he was before. And then they have the discussion about the pity of Bilbo pity. and uh, Destiny. Yeah. And that everybody hates where they are at times. So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for us to decide. Ours is but to decide what to do with the time we have been given. Yeah, uh, wise words from a very old wise man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're tr- it's, it's, in a lot of ways it's true. You can learn a lot about life from this. I mean, it's yeah. all fantasy stuff. None of it's real. There you go. But that, that is real. Yeah. Having to decide what to do with the time that you have in your life. Um, yep. Gandalf uh, finally remembers which way to go. No, wait, no, he doesn't remember. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, he remembered. No. No. But the air doesn't smell as foul down here. I doubt follow your nose. Yep, he goes with the two can Sam answer. Yep. <sighs> follow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah. Um, so then we get to the dwarf city of Dwaladelf. Now, I'm going to talk to you about something interesting. Dwaladelf, Moria, Khazad-dûm, these are all words... And names for the same thing. Really? Yes. 
They are all reference to the mines generally. Huh. Dwaladelf is like the city name that is also known as Casa Doom. Uh, that later becomes known as Moria, which means, uh, ooh, dark place. Dark place. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all the names for the same thing. But this way they kind of differentiate the different portions of it. So you have mm. the gates of Moria, and then the city of Dwaladelf, and then the bridge of Casa Doom. Yeah. Which, which helps to us to differentiate what we're talking about. Because mm-hmm. in reality, it can be called the bridge of Casa Doom, the city of Casa Doom, and the uh, gates of Casa Doom. Yeah. <laughs> but by changing the name of it, it helps us to find places in it. Yeah. A little easier. Good I job. I think that's one of my favorite words. Casa Doom from Casa Lord of the Rings. I like that. The Bridge of Casa Doom. And Gundabad. I like Casa Gundabad, Doom and Gundabad. Gundabad orcs. That's Gundabad. awesome. Anyway. <laughs> so Gandalf then re- rests, rests a little more light and light. shows the these pillars, these amazing pillars. Massive. Yeah. And like hundreds of them. Which yeah. makes sense. They're holding up a mountain. Yeah. Uh, it's a city being held up by these giant pillars. Again, where did all this material go? This mountain has no structure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really thrown crazy. out the backside. Yeah, thrown out the back. There's another mountain behind it that's made of just the pile of dirt. Yep. It's like a Kennecott Copper Mine out here. Exactly. <laughs> you got Kennecott Copper Mine and Kennecott Copper dirt. Mountain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. So, uh, interesting tidbit about the pillars. They built a pillar. One pillar in real life as a model. And huh. then 3D scanned it and then copied it huh. thousands of times. Definitely thousands cool. of times. It's really cool. And it looks amazing. They did yeah. a fantastic job. Uh, the CG in this movie really holds up quite well. I mean, you can tell it's slightly dated. Yeah. But it's really still pretty good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take me out of it at all. I'm sure it. It probably will take my kids out of the movie. Like, oh, this isn't very good. It's like, yeah. shut up. You don't even know it's good. Just watch it. <laughs> this came out 20 years ago this year. Wow. Yeah. This movie originally came out 20 years ago. Oh, gosh. That is oh, disgusting. Feel old. Yeah, almost as old as finding out that my younger sister is in her 30s. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it's messed up, you little whippersnapper, you in your 20s. Uh, yeah. Got it. She's got a whole decade on you. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, fuzzy math. It's fine. Don't worry about yeah, it. It's all good. <laughs> Speaking of uh, birthdays, you got a birthday coming up this week. I do. That's exciting. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. So. Doing anything fun? Going to work. Going to work. <laughs> Doesn't adulthood just <sighs> so much fun? It is just <laughs> so much fun. I can't get enough of adulthood. I almost took it off, but then it's like, I'm not taking a day off and then going back for Friday. And I can't take two days off, so I'll just work yeah. through it. It's fine. Yeah. So. That's all right. I took off three days to work on my basement. There you go. And I ended up taking one day off. I was supposed to take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Yeah. I took Wednesday off, but then I had to work Friday, uh, Thursday because jobs got pushed. So I had to anyway. And Wednesday, I still had to go in and do some tests. You should have been like, sorry. <laughs> and then Friday, I had off. to go do tests as well. Thanks. And then the rest of the company took Friday off. So I basically took one day off. <laughs> you should have been like, no, 
Yeah. Sorry. So you guys work. I took those days off. I took off. the day off. <laughs> like, we need you to do this. No, I took those days off. Uh, I just I just couldn't do it. Stuff Work backs up if I do that. Well, that's and not your problem. Pain. It is my problem because <laughs> I'm in charge of my division of the company. Back to the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> we find the tomb of Balin, uh, son of Hundin. Which kind of hurts. It does, because uh, especially if you watch The Hobbit. You know Balin. You know Balin. You know how nice and awesome he is. He's a great guy. Wider, not shorter. <laughs> I didn't know that was him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor Balin. Yeah. He, he dies, and he, he's dead already. Dead and buried. Yep. Dead and gone. I mean, it has been 50 years, right? 60? Yeah. Yeah, 60 years. So, it's been a while. It's been in there. And all the dwarves are dead. Gimli gets another no moment. He does. Oh! Runs in. And uh, I think that book that Gandalf picks up is so cool. Yeah. I love the giant slice out of it. Like a weapon hit it. Like somebody attacked the guy while he was holding the book. That person holding the book is either, I don't remember who, Ori or Nori. No, really? Yes. The other one was killed by the sea creature outside the gates. Oh my goodness! Are you but one that? was killed by him, and the other one is the one holding that book. And I actually know who they look like because I remember their Lego characters. Yep. So, <laughs> dang. There you go. Really? That hurts you even more, huh? Yeah. No. Even greater tragedy. Yep. And Gandalf just moves his hand out of the way and takes. Yeah, the he's way. like, whatever. I don't know you. Yeah, bones. <laughs> yep. Uh, and this is where he's not like Poe, haunting who hates bones. Bones. I don't like bones. <laughs> that, was, that was a quirk I did not expect. That, I, that was quite fun. I loved it. <laughs> that was really fun bones. for me. I hate bones. Oh, bones. Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, he would have hated this place. Yeah. Nothing but bones. Yeah. Um, at least it wasn't meaty parts, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's good. Just... Um, <laughs> so this is where the most haunting reading of a book I'd ever heard came from. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's when he turns the page. We cannot get out. It's like oh my gosh. They've taken you know it's you know. The Easter. Oh gosh. Drums, drums in, in the, the dark. Heard the deep. Yeah. They are coming. It's we like and the last words they are coming is all scribbled real fast. Like it's the very last thing he wrote as they were. Entering. Entering. It's like, oh my gosh, that is terrifying. Because you can tell. Like, it's in Dwarvish, so like we can't read it, but you can see the last line is just scribbled on there super fast. Yeah. It, it doesn't match the nice writing calligraphy of all the other words on the page. It's just a scribbled scrawl. It's saying, terrifying. They are coming. And then right then, Pippin screws up again. <laughs> Starts playing with an arrow in bot in one of the dwarves. It's like, really, dude? You can't just let them lie. Of all the ones to play with, too. Yeah, it's he the one sitting on top of a well. Sitting on a well. And he twists it, and the head falls back. Yeah. Tang, 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 and Gandalf. <laughs> it freaks them all out. <laughs> like, yeah. Just did a horrifying telling. Oh my book. gosh! What the freak, dude? That's the worst time to do that. And it just gets worse. So the head goes, then the body goes, then the chain goes, then, then the, the bucket, bucket goes. It's like, 
It's like, you know... And he just closes his eyes like, oh, Yeah, Pippa's like, oh, gra- oh, no, stop, please stop. Oh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and then they're all deathly silent while they wait to hear if something happened. And it takes a few seconds, but nothing happens. And then one by one... Yeah. Like, everyone breathes again. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, throw yourself down the risk of your stupidity. <laughs> I love how that's the insult we all remember line for line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was an intense moment. It was. And then we hear the... And it's like... And it's funny because it cuts back to the doors, the pathway that they're trying to decide which way to go. And the, uh, it lights yeah. up. That's One right. of the ways is like, oh, I'm glad they didn't go yeah, down that way. Yeah, you hear the goblins and you see the the light come up the stairs. And it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. The blue sword. I think, yep. yeah, Frodo's sword goes blue. Yep. Yes, it does. And Legolas uh, says goblins this time, right? Yes. And he identifies them by their sound. So when he hears them, then he says goblins. Yes. And then uh, Boromir sticks his head out the door and looks around. <laughs> and the two arrows. They are a horrible shot. Like they are, goblins they're can't bad. shoot. They're almost as bad as stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, they're yeah, on par 100%. with Stormtroopers. Like, they're right there. It's so Granted, bad. Granted, they don't have the best materials to work with. That's and, true. Or the most skilled. But they don't have helmets, so, you know, they can see You should be able clearly. to see better, right? You'd think. Uh, these, uh, well, there's, we'll see a lot of Imperial Well, I mean, when you're going up against main characters, you know, yeah. I know, Factor yeah. that in. And now we got three or four main characters on this thing. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all nine. All nine of the main characters are in the same place at once. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, we've got a chance, guys. Let's yeah, take let's em. take them. You know. Should we bring all of our countless numbers? Nah, just one company of goblins. With yeah, a... it's fine. <coughs> Give them a cave troll. <laughs> and no, we got a cave troll. And, uh, it's now, really I just wonder... a giant Gorkoresh, isn't it? It's a huge Gorkoresh. Dang it, that's so good. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Dang it, you're so much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> it is a giant Gorkoresh with two eyes, though. Yeah, that's true. It's a it's a Biclops Gorkoresh. Um, but uh, Boromir says they have a cave troll, but we're not we're not 100 sure if he saw it when he poked his head out the door, because then right before he says that, the cave troll roars. So we see Legolas identify them by the sound, and then possibly Boromir identifying by yeah. the sound. Yeah. Which is pretty good in my mind. Yeah. Um, yep, and so now we see the... Now the goblins get to the door. They've barricaded it a little bit. Yes. Um, but the goblins start hacking at the door, just whatever they got. Yeah. Spears and yeah. axes and stuff, breaking it down. They've done it before. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that door was intact. <clears throat> yeah, at least partially. Yeah. I think you could see a lot of broken boards down on the inside so they they hit it down with something so they start punching through and Legolas takes the first shot and must have hit an orc right in the hand because it's right next to a spear it's like moving it's like ah! it's like oh dude ow, ow. <laughs> that's not cool I like to assume it got him in the neck uh, like, ah, I could go for that 
Point is, uh, it's on point. Yeah, Legless never misses. And then Aragorn shoots one and gets another one. Yes. And Gimli gets on top of Durin's tomb, or Balin's tomb. He's like, yeah. Ah, let them come. There's still one dwarf yet in Moria that still draws breath. It's like, oh, he's, yes, freaking heck. He's <laughs> ready. All right, so in my research to Moria, which I did uh, a little bit today since I couldn't read the book or uh-huh. watch the movie because I don't have it on streaming like you. Ah, so uh, nice. <laughs> it is really nice. Uh, I read up on it, and one of the big prizes that Balin and his company found was the axe of the first dwarf king. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and so I, I got excited when I was watching it again. I was like, ooh, are they going to Easter egg it somewhere in here where like Gimli picks up an, an axe and it's, you know, it's uh-huh. the first Dwarf King's ash, which yeah. is pretty cool. But no, nah, he just has his own. And that's uh-huh. okay. That's like super deep cut. Yeah. I don't even think it's in Lord of the Rings. I think it's in like a peripheral thing. Uh-huh. So that's, that's a detail like nobody would have picked up. Right. So, but for me, I, I thought it was pretty cool. That is cool. And then they break down the door, and the orcs come flying in, and we see some more shots from uh, Aragorn and Legolas, and Boromir gets in the action, and we see our very first beheading. Yep. And it's the gross beheading that they love to do with Aragorn. Yeah. Where it has the villain in the foreground, and Aragorn behind them, and he swings the sword, and the head pops off. And you can see Aragorn fully now, and there's a squirt of blood out of the neck. It's like, yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> That's pretty grody. <laughs> it's all black. Because, yeah. you know, they're, they're gross. So I guess that makes it okay. Yeah, because it's not red. So <laughs> it's, it's not red, so it's fine. It's black, so it's fine. Oh, goodness. Uh, although they did have black blood in the fifth element that didn't turn red until you, like, wiped it. And so it was like a deep, deep red that looked black when it was huh. pooled. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then uh, the cave troll, like, gets its chain wrapped around Boromir and, like, freaking throws oh. him across the room. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, These guys are indestructible. I, was, I, I loved this part. Okay. Because Aragorn and Boromir have the chain. And then yeah. the cave troll hits Aragorn away, and you can see on Boromir's face, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets, like, wrapped around him, too. Like, <laughs> it swings around, and he's like, hmm. Oh. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> like He looks down at it, and poof, oh, gone. Then, <laughs> gets thrown away, and so he gets thrown against the wall, and he survives. He's wearing chain mail and, yeah. you know, other armor stuff that we can't see underneath his tunic. And but. so he hits the wall, falls down, and he, he's got he's the wind dazed. knocked out of him. Uh, an orc comes up and starts fighting him. He's like, ah, ah, and the orc's going for the kill shot, and then Aragorn throws a freaking knife through its head. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is the this is the most violent <laughs> <laughs> our podcast has ever been. We're just talking yeah. about it like it's the coolest thing. Oh, ever. and then they get stabbed and heads <laughs> and stuff and go flying and blood. <laughs> oh, goodness, this is terrible. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we have a lot of kids listening. <clears throat> well, this is about raising nerds. True. Don't don't let your kids listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I let Ben listen to this. Actually, That's he enjoys it. He likes hearing the detail stuff. And I, he's actually watched Lord of the Rings, just so minus good. a couple parts. It's all good. Yeah, he's doing fine. <laughs> yeah, I do like backtracking a little bit. The cable sure, sure. just like busting in. Just like, oh yeah. 
I'm ready. Like they're they're handling the orcs. They're yeah, handling them pretty good. Me. They're doing well, and all that. Like, Rah, okay, and like, ah, okay, this is different. It's kind of funny because they're not gonna work. Kind of take care of the orcs. You know, the goblins kind of are like, all right, we'll let the cave troll do stuff now. Oh yeah, the There's orcs a point pretty much back off. And they it's just that the cave troll. All right. Well, I'm you pretty know, sure these guys are killing us. Let's two back or out. three of the uh, orcs actually get killed by the cave troll. They do. When, and they're uh, like, let's just back up. This and is the next part is yeah. when the cave troll comes in and Gimli's like, ah, and the cave troll like smashes Bolin's tomb in half. Oh and yeah, just crushes half of it. It's just gone. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's desecration for you. Yeah. No, and then no. he keeps chasing Gimli, and Gimli like just jumps, barely jumps out of the way, <laughs> and the cave troll every time he swings like. He'll miss Gimli and hit an orc <laughs> or a goblin. So I'm sure they're probably back like, and like Let's just back off. This is a detriment to us. <laughs> My favorite one is when Gimli like he turns around and like jumps backwards, <laughs> and an orc is right there, and it's like, <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh! You, I think you've killed more of your own guys yep. than you've even damaged anybody. <laughs> Uh, which is awesome. Then he focuses on the hobbits a couple of times, they're and smaller, then easier. Uh, goes against Legolas. Which is awesome. And he, like, swings the chain at Legolas, and Legolas just ducks. Yeah. Like, he's totally calm, just watching. What? Yeah, and then he, he throws him. it, and he stops it, and it wraps around a pillar, and he... Chunk! Yes. You're stuck. And then he just, like, freaking ninjas across the chain up on top of the he troll. He hits him with an arrow at this point. Yeah, hits him with a couple, and, and the back he gets the up head. on top. Yeah, go to, through the back of the head, doesn't do anything. That just ticks him off. Yeah. Yeah, Legos jumps off, of course, not having any damage. He kind of floats, you know, yeah, as he lands. Wee. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, just just stop it. We should just have you fight everybody. It's like yeah. you're untouchable. Like, why are yeah. we even participating? Yep. Um, but then it focuses on the hobbits again, and focuses in on Frodo because Frodo is kind of a wimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Oh, oh! Uh, before we go into that, though, after Legolas fights the troll, Sam goes all Rapunzel on all these orcs. Yeah, he does. Starts frying pan. With his frying pan. And he's like, I don't think I'm getting the hang of this. <laughs> Bong. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, Sam is great. He's just, he doesn't care if he looks cool or not. He's just like, oh, oh that works. Yep. <laughs> I will keep doing that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then we have the troll chasing Frodo around the pillar, which was scary. So I've scary. had nightmares about that. It's terrifying. Uh, I was chased by a T-Rex in my dreams. Nice. In my nightmares. They do the same thing? Huh? Oh, yeah, no. It was always, I was always trying to stay on the other side of the building from it. Gosh. I never really, I, I hate those uh, movies I that do that. It's, <laughs> yeah. You're like hiding behind a tree or a pillar, and, and as it moves, barely. you move, and you're like, no, no, I, no, I, uh, 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 no. And then finally Frodo's like, ah. Uh, Okay. Boom. Okay. It's like, ah! And he just falls over. It's like, no, yeah, I get that. I, I would have done yeah, that, that'd too. too. That's terrifying. Yeah, no. 100% his mouth is bigger than you. Uh, yep. <laughs> Period. Uh, so the uh, Frodo calls out for Aragorn. That's when Aragorn jumps in. He gets his butt handed to him by the Yeah, troll. he does. So he grabs a spear, jumps in, stabs the sucker in the ribs when it goes to take a swing at him. Like, yeah. Talk about a gutsy move, man. Yeah. Like, it goes up to smash him, and he's just like, bah! It's like, <laughs> that thing's still got to come down somewhere, dude. <laughs> yeah. Not every, not everybody he gets Harry Potter troll. He doesn't even swing down. He, gravity's going to bring that thing down. It, exactly, yeah. Not everybody gets lucky like Harry Potter trolls. No. Uh, so... So he calls out to Aragorn, Aragorn comes in, and then Aragorn just gets totally whooped. 
Like, uh, no what doubt. is he? Grab, he grabs a spear, and Aragorn still has a hold of it. He's and he does the same thing. Or <laughs> the warrior did. Yeah, he looks down. Uh oh. <laughs> Wham! Just tosses him against the wall. He does not recover as quickly. No. He gets knocked out. No, he gets hit pretty hard. Um, and so then, uh, then Frodo gets stabbed. He Were goes you... to defend Aragorn. Yeah, yeah, right, because he goes to do that. And, and yeah, then he gets right. stabbed. Stabbed by a pitchfork. Yeah. And, uh, wow. And they, they did a good job selling it. They did. For sure. Like, I oh. wasn't worried. Frodo's... Because I knew that he had gotten the Mithril shirt. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Well, that's fine. But uh, it's probably okay. Uh, like, why are they making such a big deal out of it? <laughs> um, oh, it's because, yeah, the Mithril is not like a tube that blocks things or Captain America's shield that stops you from getting crushed. <laughs> it's like, oh, so if he got stepped on by the troll, he would die. <laughs> it right. prevents piercing things, but large blunt objects, it does not stop it. <laughs> no. So he, he got hit pretty hard. And I, I anticipate he'd have some pretty heavy bruising there. Oh, yeah. Knock the wind out of you, obviously. We can see that. He struggles to breathe. Like, yeah, oh, I'm, oh, sure, I'm sure oh, that hurt. Oh, my gosh. Instead of getting stabbed, it's like getting hit by the, a club. Yeah, and, and shoved into you and held yeah. against you oh, with hurt. a few thousand pounds of force. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Then Mary and Pippin get some courage. Oh, gosh, yeah, and they jump on the troll. Jump and on go, the troll and start yeah. stabbing him. Yeah, and then Sam goes totally berserk, too. Yeah. Sam, like, just starts killing people. It's like, oh, oh, Yeah, there's some orcs up here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was always fighting orcs. That's like, true. He, <laughs> Sam's always in the background. Like, just like fighting. Oh, well, yeah, we'll kill this hobbit while the troll takes all, all the important people. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam's like, dang it. So he yeah. totally goes berserk, which is pretty cool. A uh, little bit of foreshadowing as to how he acts when Frodo's in trouble. Yes. Because that was his job. His job was to protect Frodo. He's his Don't bodyguard. Don't him, Samwise Gamgee. Sorry, not his, not his bodyguard. His gardener. <laughs> there you go. Um, so Mary is actually the last one on the troll at the end. He's, huh. He stays on the longest, which is pretty cool. And The troll grabs Pippin, right? Yeah, and throws him. Yep. But Mary stays on, and Legolas is sitting there, and he's watching him, and he's doing that thing that he does with his eyes and with his bow, uh-huh. where he's got it held out. He's got the arrows cocked. He's got a couple of them, I think. Is, does he have two I this time, was or was one. it two through the top and one through, it's the, two through, the, one top. through the roof of his mouth? All right, so he's waiting, and he's doing that thing where he his eyes are moving, and the, the arrow's following his eyes. Yeah. Like just little wiggles to following something. You can see he's tracking. Yeah. And then Mary takes his sword out, stabs him in the back of the head. Causing the, him to he roar. roars. And then Legolas shoots up through the roof of his mouth. Because obviously going down from the top missed his brain. Yeah. However small it may be. Going up through the top? Up through the top. Nailed it. Got it. And uh, the troll ends up falling over and he's dead. It's kind and of throws sad. Mary off. I get a part of a little bit of a, like a sadness for him when he like... You know, he gets hit, he's like, oh, and like, the troll Ugh. puts his hand in his mouth oh. to, like, try and pull the arrow. Oh. It's like, oh, poor thing. But you know it's really sad? You want me to make it even worse? Go for it. That was a baby. Aw, that's it sad. A, it was a little baby troll. It was still terrifying. It was very terrifying, but it was a little one. Aw. Yeah. 
Poor thing. Peter Jackson was kind of a jerk about that. He's like, I wanted you to feel a little bad for it. I wanted you to feel like, you know, it was it didn't know what was going on. It was just told to attack. Yeah, it was just poked and prodded to attack, and hmm. And in the end, it, it had, unfortunately had to lose its life, which is sad. But yeah, how else could you stop it, though? I don't know. No, there was no way. Um, it was just anyway. the worst situation. Me thrill, and Gimli is looking at that thing like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were a wild boar. Yeah. Dead. What? I think there's I'm more right. to this hobbit that meets the eye. <laughs> Whoop. Yeah. You know that thing that's worth the entire valley of the Shire? Please don't yeah. kill me and take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta be sitting over there. Of all the people that would consider killing him and taking it, who do you think would do Gimli. it? Gimli. Gimli? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Gimli, I think, is too much respect. Well, who else would do it? <laughs> Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's like, Ooh. Mary's like, wait, what? Oh, 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 oh. Money. Money. I could do that. Although they are independently wealthy. That is true. Both Mary and Pippin. Very and, wealthy. Uh, yeah, and Frodo. Sam is the only one who works for a living, really. Yeah. He's like, he's he's the, he's the... Poor kid that hangs out with the rich kids. Yep. Because <laughs> both Mary and Pippin are from uh, old old families. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good times. Um, then Gandalf says to the bridge of Khazad-dûm, or to the bridge of Moria, or to the bridge of Doradelf. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. <laughs> uh, it sounds better. Khazad-dûm sounds really cool. I like Khazad-dûm. Yeah. Do you think uh, Khazad-dûm had any? Influence on the name Caleb Doom? Probably not. But I do have an interesting thing going on for that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ooh. So I got PlayStation, right? Right. And this month they're doing free, the remake of Final Fantasy. Right. Seven. I think I was telling you, yeah, seven. Which is, I, I looked it up actually, it's the most popular Final Fantasy game. Okay, yeah. Not I the remake. So. That's I why so. we've had problems. That's why the remake's free, because people didn't like it. Uh, because yeah. they changed it. Because most Final Fantasy games were turn based. Right. This one is not. It's mash buttons and attack. Which, uh, don't hate me, guys. That's why I like it. Yeah. Turn base, I didn't people like People like different things. So. That's okay. I, I like that. Turn base anyway, is for mobile. <laughs> in Final Fantasy, so each Final Fantasy number is its own story. Right. They have sequels and stuff, but like one is nothing like two. Well, it doesn't have the same characters. Right. Yeah, I've but listened to a couple stories. There are a few things. side characters that reoccur. Okay. Two of them are two friends known as Biggs and Wedge, which no. are a direct reference to Star Wars. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Holy cow. I saw they were in the, the remake that I was playing. It was like Biggs and Wedge. So I'm like, wow, no originality. Really? You're just going to take from Star Wars? And then I read it's like, no, they did that on purpose. No, that's, like, that's a little oh, Easter egg. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, Never mind. Awesome. Never mind. I like it now. I like you. <laughs> yeah, Biggs and Wedge. They're that's two cool. friends. Huh. And uh, so. I didn't expect that. So, uh, yeah, the ones from Final Fantasy are a direct um, nod a to direct Star nod Wars. To Star Wars. Huh. Anyway. So, but you don't think Kaza Doom and Caleb Doom... I mean, that's cool. I don't know. It's, it's close. It's can ask Dave close. if I ever meet him. Hey, 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 Dave. Hey, Dave. Is Caleb Doom I, uh You can ask him one question. Is that a reference to... That's uh, not the question I'd ask him. The but... Kaza Doom. No, that wouldn't be the question I'd ask him, too. 
Um, I think my question for him would be, can I please design a Star Wars vehicle and make it canon? <laughs> I've designed like 20. Can you just take any one that you like or show me one that, that I need to develop more or something? Yeah. And I'll happily work on it and make it amazing and better. That'd be cool. Just please. He's like, please. I just, I need to be immortalized in Star Wars. <laughs> please. Yeah. <laughs> the B-A-A-T. That's the closest one for me. Yeah. Yeah. The resistance dropship. So cool. It fits. It fits everything. It does. Oh, I sold my thirtieth javelin starfighter today. Oh, I'm nice. Excited about that. Anyway, there you go. Back to Lord of the Rings. Back to Lord of the Rings. Because we're about to get to the coolest part. We're going to Khazad Doom. We're going the to Khazad Doom. The they run. They run out of the tomb. Yes. And they're running through Dwaladelf. Dwaladelf. They ran from the gates of Khazad-dûm. Now they're running through Khazad-dûm to get to the bridge of Khazad-dûm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And this is actually one of the scenes that I thought was really cool. Yeah, was all of the goblins and orcs coming down <sighs> through the roof and oh, stuff, so and climbing cool. down the pillars. Yeah, so amazing. It looked so good. And the amount. It's like there are so many of them. Oh, it's so so. Because many. I mean, it, it makes didn't a film the whole thing. Yeah, but it makes but a it point a of showing you how big that like courtyard is or whatever that yeah. is and then they fill up I mean they don't fill up as, all, but far, they fill as, up a, you as far as you can see basically it's like yeah, there are works. obviously a lot of goblins there was like where were they all? And, uh, did they not then, have scouts or anything they were walking yeah. through they all just sleep and so they're all digital up to a point but then when the they faces. go close on it goes real and you see people in costumes and some of the faces are touched up yeah. To make their uh, features different. Because whenever you have a human wearing a makeup, you can't change the position of eyes and no. mouth and nose. You can you can't twist them and eyes, make them ears, bigger or anything. Uh, and head, shoulder, knees, and toes. Um, <laughs> so they did digitally make that one with the bigger eyes and spread them scary. apart a little bit. Yeah, he was really freaky. Um, but it was just one little shot because, you know, the technology was still pretty new at that point. Yeah. It was still pretty fresh, but it looked pretty good. It did. You can tell it's CGI, but it's... I was scared. Excellent, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Scared for them. So that, now they're all sitting dead. there. It's like, okay, now what? <laughs> now what do we do? Yeah. Um, and then we hear the roar. And there we see are the light. a very small amount. There's a select few roars that are like my top roars. Yeah. Yeah. The Balrock is one of them. Where it's the like, Balrock is amazing. That is a terrifying sound. The guttural. Yeah. And not not a purr, but just a. Yeah, it's it's just it's just like oh my gosh, it's so massive and so cool. Yeah. So the goblins and orcs they sit there and they go, "We're okay. gone." Yep. <laughs> and they totally ban him. And at first, Gimli's like, "Yeah, all right, all right." Yeah. And Legolas is the only one. He's got his bow drawn. He's looking around. He's like, "Uh, what's happening? What do we do?" And then Boromir leans in. What is this new devilry? And Gandalf doesn't answer him at first. He doesn't. He, he has to concentrate. Because, come to find out, there is no name for this thing yet. Possibly. I know we saw the picture in um, uh, Saruman's book. Uh-huh. 
But I think in the lore, that was not the case. Because when when they unleashed the Balrog, there was no name for it. Hmm. It was the shadow and the flame. It was it was. Uh, I think Gandalf named it, or not named it, but found its name. Yeah. In this in this time, and that's why he's sitting there concentrating. He closes his eyes, and bows his head a little bit, and he's concentrating. And then he opens and he says, "A Balrog." It's like, oh my gosh. And in that moment, it shows a few of the other fellowship, and they're all sitting there like, oh gosh, what is that? There's one, one, one of them that is terrified. And it is really one of the only times you see him terrified. It's Legolas. Mm. And it, it makes sense. sense. He's, he's centuries old. Yeah. But he would know, wouldn't he? Yeah. He, he may have heard of a Balrog of Morgoth. Oh my gosh. Uh, but Legolas is fearful in this moment. And yeah. his eyes are wide. And he I looks panicked. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Gandalf utters those... Those, those awesome words. It's like, this foe is beyond any of you. Run! <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. That sparked a, like, a fear in me. Just because... Like, have you ever played a game... For example, mine was Destiny, right? Okay. Playing Destiny, where you're, you're, you can explore. It's a big open map. You can explore, and there are places where you know most times you fight enemies, and it t- tells you their level. So okay. You're like, okay, I'm a level ten, and you can see eights and fours and twelves and fifteens. But there are certain spots where if you go, there's nothing but two dark red question marks, which oh, means this foe. Is, is beyond, beyond any, of you. any of you. And it's terrifying, especially when it finds out that you're there. Because you cannot defeat it. It's much too powerful for you. And so, yeah, it's like, that terrified me. So it's like, are there any games oh. that you play where you're like, you see and you oh, yeah. go up against something, you're like, this is obviously way too strong for me. So for me, it carried over from one game to another. And it was Force Unleashed. Uh-huh. And when you start fighting Rancors, oh. it's like, oh my gosh, these Rancors are intense. And every time you come up to them, you have to stay away from them. You have to hit them with lightning. Yeah. And come up from behind while they're stunned. Otherwise, it, like a single swipe will like, take half your health bar. Yep. It's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was terrified of Rancors. Uh, and now granted, you could start the game over when you complete it uh-huh, and, and keep all your power and, and you're stronger and, and get stronger each time you pay th- play through. So they become nothing. Eventually. But at first, but the first time you go through, it's like, I can't kill this thing. Mm-hmm. It took forever. And then come to find out there's like 10 of them in the level. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh, what am I supposed to do? And then in Force Unleashed 2, you get put in an arena and they unleash a Rancor. It's like, okay, all right, Rancors, I know they make them bigger. I know they make them, make them harder. And then the Gorgoroth comes out oh. and you see this hand come out and smash the Rancor. And so its hand is bigger than the Rancor, and you just see the head of the Rancor between his fingers, like, ah! Yeah, it pulls it back and eats it. It's like, oh, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're not fighting this thing, right? It's like, no, you're not really fighting this thing. <laughs> not really, because you would be demolished. Yeah, no, and in the end, you don't. No. You don't defeat it. You actually try to un- unleash Set its it chains. Yeah. Right? Like, all right, well, pfft. If it's a problem for me, it's going to be a problem for everybody. Uh-huh. 
So yeah, I like that, that this throw is beyond any of you. Basically, he's saying you're not a high enough level. <laughs> yeah, you have not leveled up enough. <laughs> so that'd be a funny little. Uh, that'd be a funny meme that you could create. Is again, I'll saying this foe is beyond any of you, and then having the little icon with the two red question marks. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be an excellent. Yeah, yeah, line. it would. Yeah, it, it's like certain I, people would get it. <laughs> I've been terrified. I actually was playing Destiny the other day, and I, I awoke something that I shouldn't have, and I, I, I panicked. <laughs> Like, I felt the panic as I'm trying to run away from this thing. Isn't it funny how these games can do that to you? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> terrifying. It's like, that oh. is how I probably would have happened against a battle rock. It would have been, uh-oh. <laughs> sheer panic. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. Um, so now, so when Gandalf, Gandalf's the Grand, yes. who has basically helped defeat all these other characters. You have Legolas, who just defeated a troll. Yeah. Took, it took a lot of work, but they just took out a troll. They took out this entire company of goblins. Um, these guys are formidable. Yeah. And Gandalf, the most powerful of all of them, says, run. Yep. Like, that. that is terrifying. That that did such a good job at saying that, nope. Yeah. Nope, keep going. And, uh, and we get another line that's awesome that I love later <laughs> from Gandalf as well about how, how terrible this is. Um, so then we get to the stairs. Uh, they run to the stairs. I can't remember this from the book, but I'm not there yet. Right. Um, and I, as I told you before, I don't think Peter Jackson added a lot of stuff in here. Uh-huh. So I don't know why the stairs would be there if they weren't in the book. But we'll have to wait and see. You know what's not there? there? What's not there? Railing. Nah, yeah, the Imperial Engineering School. <laughs> The dwarves went to the same engineering yeah, school as the Empire. The goblins went to the same firing school, and <laughs> the dwarves went, to, went the to the same engineering school. school. Oh gosh, yeah, railings are not a thing here. So, at first, Boromir's like flying. Oh yeah, and he gets to the edge of the stairs. Ah, oh gosh, did that scare you? Oh yeah, did that give you the yeah. freaking vertigo? Uh huh. You're like, whoa. He gets to the okay. edge and. Yeah, he stops on the very last possible step and like has to throw his torch to not lose he's his balance. Trying to, he's whoa, still whoa, losing it. Whoa, whoa. Legolas and Legolas comes him, up behind him and whoa. whoop, just like whoop. So that's uh, now Aragorn and Legolas have both saved Boromir. Yeah, which is awesome. Which which I'm happy about. Uh, they're they're gaining that trust as a companion. As yeah, a companionship, which is yeah. good. Um. <laughs> Uh, so we go down the stairs, they, they throw them off, and then the goblins are attacking at the same time, and this is where we see the aim of Legolas. He, one arrow, <laughs> boom, and then the camera follows it, and it does the little wiggle track, uh-huh. and goes right through the thing's head, into the wall. It had to go through its eyeball. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it could have gone through the skull falls. twice, so it had to, at I, that distance. I, I, don't put, I don't put it past the... Elven arrows, though. They're magic. Well, I mean, it didn't go through the cave troll's head. So. No, they did. They did go in. He just missed his brain or anything important. Well, he hit this one's brain. Yes. And went through it. it. (laughs) And it stayed and the goblin fell. Yes, it did. And screamed as it fell. So it was still alive. Yeah, somehow. That's weird. (laughs) 
Wow, Legolas is so good, he kills you and you don't even know you're dead. <laughs> don't even know it. Uh, and then we see uh, Aragorn fire off a shot, I think, because yeah. we see a couple miss. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Aragorn. It's got to be Aragorn. And then a couple others, but man, these goblins are endless. So and like uh, every time one gets hit, another one pops out from behind. shots, though. Not a single out. one hit anybody. <laughs> no. Like, they're hitting the at the feet of the hobbits and stuff. I'm like, they're not even wearing shoes. Like, That's just be cheap. so easy. Yeah. It's a cheap shot. Come on, you could do that. But they, they all have plenty of time to jump down the stairs while the Balrog is pounding against the wall that leads to the stairs. Because yes. there's only a small opening, not big enough for it. But as it's pounding, some pieces are crumbling, and one of them comes and crushes the stairs, and we get that, okay, Frodo, lean forward. It's like, right. no. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to die. He, like, pushes Frodo forward, Yeah, he's, too. Like pushing it's like... him. It's like, dude, just... Oh, it's... <laughs> A line that Gandalf says earlier that I really liked. Um, he kind of leans up against the side of a wall. He kind of falls into it, and Aragorn goes to help him. And uh, Gandalf uh, It's actually says, coming up in just a minute. I thought it was after the, before the stairs. It's after the stairs. Is it after the stairs? Yeah. just watched this. Yeah. Well, I can't remember anything. Uh, gosh, I'm pretty sure it was after the stairs. Because I'm getting old. Oh, no. You're right. It was before. Sorry. I'm looking at my notes. Ah, sorry. Leans up against the wall and, and tells Aragorn to lead. Aragorn, lead them on, Aragorn. The bridge is near. And he points and you see the bridge of Khazad-dûm for the first time again. No railing. No railing. And Aragorn talk goes to help thing. him. And he says, go. Do as I say. <laughs> Swords are no more Swords use here. No more this is like here. that. This foe is beyond any of you. Swords are no more use here. It's like there's no point. I, I, like, I, just go, like, They run. will do nothing. The only thing we can do is run, which yeah. actually, like, reminds me of another point in Destiny. There's yeah. a point where you have to run away. Yeah. There's a huge monster, and the, your companion is a ghost. He tells you, run, and you pretty much just run. Get, just get out of there, because you cannot defeat them. Yeah. Of course, then you have to uh, go back and defeat them. But. But. <laughs> in that moment. At this point. Um, you need to level up. The is beyond level up. you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I like how Gandalf, worthless here. Gandalf's trying to push Aragorn, I feel, to he leave. He is. And in this moment, we get a little hint that something is going to happen to Gandalf and Aragorn is going to need to lead them. Yep. They need because to he, stop This is like him passing, passing the mantle yeah. to Aragorn, which was very well done. Yeah. I, I almost didn't even catch it when it when it was first happening. So Yeah. Mad props to those guys. They very did a great cool. job. Yeah. Um, but then we get to the bridge of Khazad-dûm. And I know our podcast is going a little bit longer than normal, but I don't care because we're going to talk about this. Yeah. <sighs> we finally see the Balrog in its full glory. They come yes. around the corner and there's a flaming wall as they run to the bridge. And out of this flame rises this giant horn-headed winged beast. Yeah. And Which it, it didn't have wings oh. in the book. Really? Yeah. Oh. I found this thing that I Googled that I, I'm, I want to look okay. at in a second. Okay. It's five things that many people believe from Lord of the Rings that are not true. Ooh. It's It also talks about the relationship of Gandalf and the Balrog. Because remember, I talked about that. Whether they were related or not. You know, of like the same species. Okay. So I found out what it is but in there it also talks about how the Balrog let me find it let me, let me find it yeah I'm, I'm typing it in right now actually 
<sighs> False facts about the Lord of the Rings you've always... Oh, it's a YouTube channel. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, Let's see. No, I'm getting a lot of Huffington Post garbage. 20 epic facts about Lord of the Rings. I hate all these things that people say about Lord of the Rings. It's like, I know 90% of these things. Uh-huh. Or like, oh, secret behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm like, oh, new behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't know about? No, I've watched all 38 or 300 hours of the appendices. All right, here it is. There's nothing new. The greatest discussion among Tolkien fans, the Balrog of Moria is described as having shadows around him that extend like wings. And there are some other hints to these wings in Tolkien's work. That's enough to spark okay. an endless debate on the winglessness of Balrogs. Oh, like The verdict okay. is, it's irrelevant. So, okay. It says, what is stated in Lord of the Rings is that the specific Balrog of Moria is a dark shade inside of which is a dark form. It can come into a room, but also fill a gigantic hall of stone. It has fire, but has no light. It has glowing eyes, a flaming sword, and a whip. That's all. That's all they've said about it. Oh, okay. So, the okay. Balrog might, but it doesn't necessarily... It doesn't specifically specifically say, say. You know what? That's cool. That's like yeah. George Lucas Yoda level mystery garbage. And that's yeah, that's awesome, know, right? Um, Especially since Lord of the Rings has so much that is explained. Yes, it's very the, rare to find something mystery. Something else I found very interesting. Like Gandalf knows. At least it says here that Gandalf the Gray, significantly weaker than the Balrog. Yes, it required the ring, a ring of power to defeat it. Because Gandalf has one. What? Gandalf has a ring. What? Which is a power ring. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> You'll see it. I didn't know this. <laughs> yes, but it requires that, that ring of power. That He needed that boost oh, to defeat the battle. I really need to keep reading. <laughs> he is a Maya, is what they're called. Gandalf is a Maya. Saruman is Saruman. a Maya. And the Balrog is a Maya. Uh, the I thought they were called the Astari, or the Asteri. Ah, freak! All right, I haven't studied up my Silmarillion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was an Astari or something. Oh well. They're okay. Maya, which, from what I've seen, it basically means magic user, essentially. Oh. oh. So that that might be correct what you're saying, but. How the Balrock is related to Gandalf is that they're both magic users. Oh. So they're not like the same well, species, not. which is... Well, that's kind of what I was looking for. Like, yeah. oh, we're both magic users. It's like both Harry Potter users. and Darth Vader. Yeah, they're both magic users. Okay, yeah. sure, fine. <laughs> but, but they're not related. No. Which is what I was looking for. I, I like I like finding out that they came from the same place. One is a corrupted version of whatever. That'd be interesting, but mm. um, apparently not important. Yeah, I mean, it says here, like, the Valar, which are the godlike creatures of Tolkien's legendarium, are simply the kings, and the Maiar are their people. They're as varied as any race, even human race. So, oh, all right, me. You can be a Maiar and be many different things. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, um, and varying levels of power. I guess. Anyway, that makes sense. So Gandalf is significantly weaker, but he is weaker. He's pretty good at some stuff. Yep. Um, so we see him actually destroy the sword of the Balrog. Yes, he did. Which uh, was when cool. it uses it against his shield, it actually melts the sword away. 
which is which really is, cool. It is really cool. And apparently, if he carries a sword, then it's possible that he conjured the sword uh, from an existing thing, an existing weapon that is his sword. Yeah. So when Gandalf melted it, destroyed it, it may have been destroyed completely. Yeah. Which is kind of cool to think about. Yeah. Uh, we never. We. I don't think we see it again. We'll have to watch the. Gotta the watch second the fight. movie. Watch the fight to see if he has the sword again, because he might. He might. Um. But uh, he uses his whip, though. Then he uses the whip, cracks it, and Gandalf utters the immortal words that shall forever permeate consciousness of society. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do we even need to say them? I mean, not really. Like, everyone knows it. People have already said it. Oh, and yeah. they're waiting for us to say it. They're like, just yeah. say the words. But I, I mean, we're not going to say it. We, <laughs> you all know it. it. You all know the phrase. <laughs> oh, Still gives me goosebumps. Oh, it's amazing. It. Yeah, you. Uh, so Scott came in right as I was finishing up my, my viewing of it, making my notes. And he says, yeah, no. He walked in, you know, a couple minutes before it happened. And it's like, still, it's amazing. To hear that from uh, from Ian McKellen's mouth, yeah, beautiful. it does such a good job. Again, it it's does. the yelling, it's the conviction. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, you believe him. Yeah, you believe he is putting all of his might and energy into it, and he hits the ground, and it's <laughs> yeah. Like, man, that was kind of disappointing. It was disappointing until you realize that the Bridge of Casa Doom has existed for thousands of years. Yeah. And not only does he just, you know, hit the bridge, but he hits it in, like, the perfect spot that one side collapses and the other side The other side does not. Well, again, this bridge has existed for how long? It's possible that they weren't able to destroy it. Yeah. It's possible it's a vein of rock that was so hard to get through that they just left it. We're just going to make this a bridge. And just sanded it down into a bridge as best they could. Um, I don't know if anything like that is true. (laughs) But it's cool story. Balrock is not scared of Gandalf because, nope. as maybe we've read it, he knows it's stronger than him. Oh, yeah. And it has no question that the bridge can hold its weight. Yeah. So the bridge is very sturdy. Yep. And it's pretty thick when you look at it. It's yeah, it is. It's significantly thick. Uh, and it's cut out of raw rock. It's existing bedrock. It would have been scary. Like, how, how do they cut that out? Like, I don't know. The rest of it away? Yeah. Just... What, what did you... what? Where does this do that? Um, <laughs> How was this thing made? I mean, did you, is, did you start rock, one day? Was was it a tunnel and you and you went across this little arch thing? And or was it just cut it away wall? and they just kept it as was a was the whole thing just mountain and then they just carved it all away? Like how on earth? Yeah, did, I got. It's insane. Point but, is, the Balrog stepped on it. And, and, and how the heck do you transport things across that bridge? Uh, you don't. You got to throw yeah. them. Yeah. Now here's an interesting thing: Did dwarves domesticate animals or not? Because if they didn't mm-hmm. domesticate animals, they would just carry the stuff with them on their yeah. person. Yeah, Especially if they're carrying valuable objects, you wouldn't need to carry that much. Yeah, that's true. So, but if you're carrying rock and dirt to the outside, then you need a ton. I'm sure that there were multiple plate ways to get in and out of the mountain, if you knew Yeah. That. So they must have had like, sure a, like a docks, you know, like a... This is where we take our supplies through. Like, definitely don't yeah. take them to the Bridge of Khazadun 1. Take them to Bridge of Khazadun 2. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Anyway, Balrog tries to uh, go toe-to-toe with Gandalf. And he's he's going to destroy him. He's just going to freaking take him out. He gets outsmarted. He's probably going to just envelop him in darkness. Yep. 
And he steps on the bridge, and the bridge collapses underneath him. Yep. And all his weight was on his forward foot. And anybody who's in a fight, you never do that. You nope. put all your weight forward. <laughs> Always balanced. And he that collapses. Was not balanced. Falls all the way down. All the way. Before he can even do anything, he's down the hole. Yeah, he is. And then he throws his whip, and Gandalf's like, ah, okay. All right. Let's I'll go. come back and deal with you another day. Exactly. He turns around and... Whoosh, and got him. Got him. Pulled him off. Lost his staff and his sword. Yep. He's holding on just by his fingertips. Can't get a grip. He's an old man. Which, I mean, looking at that bridge, that was a really good grip. Like, he had a, he had a, a really good, good grip. shelf. He, like, he could have held on long enough for them to come back. Yes. But he looked at him and he knew they were going to come back. Yep. I mean, they were stopping Frodo from running back, but Aragorn was right right there, ready, ready to jump to go, out there. Yeah. He just, a moment's hesitation. Just like, wait. And they're actually what? pretty far away from him. Like they are looking back. They're, they're almost back to the entrance. Yeah, when he's uh, on the bridge, the bridge. They're, they're pretty far. They're, it's a good deal. Yeah, they're they're basically like, okay, we're out of the mines. Well, like, okay, what, let's go again. Gandalf, what are you doing? Are you? Yeah, are you coming? So they wait for him, and Gandalf says, I, "It took forever to find out what he actually said, because <laughs> I didn't understand it at first. And then one day we were watching it with subtitles." <sighs> Fly, you fools. Fly, you fools. And he does say fly earlier, which should have yes. clued me in. Yeah. But I was young. So, fly, you okay. fools. And then he lets go, and he just, just lets, just falls. Let's the darkness envelop him. And Frodo no does not see him again until it's over. Yep. Until, until, you know, he believes until Gandalf Rivendell. is dead. Until it's over. Which is crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, he actually mentions it. Yeah. He talks about it later on in the movie. Uh, in, in the trilogy. He says, one we lost in Moria. I can't remember where that is, but I think it's... Faramir. Yes. Yes, that's Faramir. right. One we lost in Moria. And then he doesn't know what happened to Boromir yet. No. And so that's when he's like, oh, and uh, what about Boromir? He's like, Boromir's dead? What? What happened? Tell me. What happened? Yeah. I thought you could tell we'll, me we'll one of his we'll companions. <laughs> we'll get there. But uh, my dad loved the Balrog. It's his favorite creature from oh, the Lord so of the so cool. It's such a cool creature. There, the thing I was reading, it says that Tolkien said there are only seven of them. Really? They're, they're that... And they're incredibly powerful. Uh, this one was buried until the Third Age. So this one's only come out in the last few thousand years. It's been sleeping. Yep. But, and the or dwarves, uh, as Mithril became more scarce in the mountain, they delved deeper. deeper and deeper and faster and faster. And eventually unwittingly unleashed this thing. Yep. So. Whoops. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can't wait till we talk about what happened with between Gandalf and this thing. Oh, good times. Yeah. Good times, ladies and gentlemen. Not until the next movie. Yep, which unfortunately it's going to take us a little bit longer to get to because I'm pretty sure our uh, our schedule is going to be full up for the next few months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we will talk about that in the bonus episode. Yep. So, 
You got a way to close us out today, I mean, Scott? Same as always with Lord of the Rings. You know, take us back a little bit. You know, those of us, who, for those of you, because we're obviously rocking it. The, Excellent. Those of you struggling to raise your own little nerds, always remember what is most precious.